Welcome, welcome, welcome to Jacques Talk. I am your host, Stephanie Jacques, and today we are going to be talking about generational wealth and being black. And I have my friend, and she's a lawyer, she's just a badass woman, um, joining me today. So enjoy our Instagram Live conversation, and yeah, make sure you subscribe, follow, save, do all the things. Happy Tuesday, folks. How's everybody doing? I was cold, now I'm a little bit hot. So if you see me sweating, or putting my hair up, it's because I'm a little hot. Um, But we have a good 30 minute Jacques talk today. Um, I'll let my homegirl explain who she is and what she does, but just know she is a badass and a just black excellence, black excellence. And um, I love her, I've known her for a long time. And we are gonna be talking about generational wealth, how to get it, and all the things that it entails. So super excited, she'll be joining me in a few. Um, If you do have any questions or anything, feel free. We'll try to get to them. If we don't get to them, we will answer them later. So you can always send a question in like the little question box and um, we will work on getting it. So, let me get, um, okay, she'll be here in a second. Hi. We're just waiting for some more people to join and see what is up. What is up with all the things, you know? Ah, hey girl. Okay, I'm gonna add her in right now. Here we go. I'm in the garage. Hey there. Let me make sure I get my shirt in here. I love your shirt. <laughs> I love it. I was like, it probably comes out backwards, but. <laughs> It says the sky is not the limit. The sky is not the limit. And I think that's perfect for what we're talking about today, which is wealth building, generational wealth. Um, but anyway, hold on. Before that, so good to see you. Oh, my goodness. Good to see you. I was like, oh, my gosh, I get to see my girl. I'm like, it's been far too long. I need to make a trip and see you in the flesh. Yes, yes. Anytime, anytime. Please come visit. I know. I just, I just saw our mutual grace like a week, two weeks ago. Yeah. So it was, I was like, I need everybody to just be together and hug and touch (laughs) and do it. So I'm going to make it happen. I'm claiming it here. I'm going to make it happen. I just started started listing all the places 2022. I'll see you before 2022, but I started listing all the places because I like to work backwards. Where am I going? And then I go, okay, how are we funding it? What's going on? What are we doing? And that's, so I always work backwards. How are nice. you doing? I'm doing really good and just so happy to see you and to be here. Thank you so much for sharing your platform with me. Always, always. I We've been wanting to do this for a while. Yeah. I'm mean, just putting my hair back for a little bit. But uh, I wanted people like on my platform, people that know me, to know you if they didn't know you. 
and know what you do, what you're about. And then I want to start like breaking down this whole wealth thing with you. So yep. give everybody just a little background. Who are you? Cause I know you're excellent, but. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, number one, I'm Stephanie's friend. Yeah. Big supporter, big fan. Uh, my name is Rosetta Upshaw. I am an award-winning attorney in California. I've been practicing law for almost 10 years. My 10-year anniversary is in less than two months. That is crazy. That is crazy. So I'm super excited. It, it has, you know, time flies by. Um, and my very first client was a trademark client and I have been working with small business owners. Um, I just came back from Miami and I spoke at a conference, uh, the Blueprint Collective with Trishana and Sierra, um, talking to business owners, talking to entrepreneurs about building their brand, building wealth, protecting, you know, their wealth, tax strategy and everything that goes into it. Um, so that's the perfect segue, you know, to continue that conversation um, because because I love that. And it's, it's so important. And I see some of my friends in the room. Thank you all for being here. Um, but it's also a very special day. Today is the one year anniversary of the loss of my stepmom, Adrienne Cunningham. And I chose this day because you gave me so many options to choose from. But I'm like, you know what? I want to spend this special day with my sister um, because, you know, you're so kind and loving and supportive. And I know that my stepmom is watching over me. And I know she knows how important this topic is. It's, it is family. so important. And I, I want to say I'm just so thankful that you're spending this time with me. I mean, I know... I know about loss of loved ones and I know like my dad has cancer right now and I just know, you know, time is precious. So the people we spend time around and the energy that we um, exude and that we accept is important. It means a lot. So It does. It does. And you have such awesome energy all the time. Ah, thank you. So do you. I love you. I, I truly miss you. I was just thinking about it earlier. I was like, I need to go hug her. I miss her so much. We have known each other for a very long time, people don't know. So, so long. <laughs> and so I was like, ah, and I was glad to get this in before, before too much longer. Cause I feel like this is gonna be like episode one of like many that we'll do. Cause of I course. feel like this topic is so, um, so meaty. And so there's so much that people need to know yes. and that they just don't even realize how, how many steps behind we are, but how, just the knowledge can like leap us forward. Can, yes. Like, and people are kind of afraid to ask for knowledge because they don't want to be seen as like, I don't know this, I don't know. Like I had somebody ask me like, well, what's generational wealth the other day? And I was like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna break this down. Like they didn't even know the basics of what I was talking about. And my dad keeps like doing it and he's like, we need to build, we need to build our, our our black wealth. That's how you gain power, but that's also how communities are built. Like nothing will change until that is built. Yes, yes, I agree. And um, I want to say thank you to everybody who's in the room. Thank you for all the hearts going up. I love when the hearts go up. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like yes. Uh, yes, I think everybody was, you know, agreeing with you. Um, and there's so many kind comments in the chat. So thank y'all for y'all support and love and emojis. Um, so 
One of the things I just finished speaking about in Miami is estate planning and the importance of having a trust. And I want to start there because, you know, so many people don't know, they're not aware. Um, what, here's what happens. When you pass away, you have real estate, bank account, life insurance, etc. If you don't have a solid estate plan, and typically that includes a trust, um, you have to go to court. So your family has to go to court to actually receive, to legally receive their inheritance. Is that, which, um, is that probate? Yes, that is probate court. So you end up in probate court, um, and the court basically oversees and referees, you know, passing down your, your property to your family. And so, you know, the court has a standard format they follow, you know, next of kin. So your spouse, your kids, your parents, your, you know, your siblings, whatever that order is. Uh, and just to be clear, this is state law. So it's state specific. I'm an attorney in California. Um, so this is just general information, this is not legal advice. But I do want to encourage everybody to protect their wealth by establishing an estate plan, by talking to an estate planning attorney um, to make sure that everything's in order. Because what happens is the court takes a significant fee to oversee that process. And unfortunately, it is devastating to a lot of families of color. Um, in California, you know, it's, it's based on how much wealth you have. So the more you pass down, the bigger that percentage is that the court takes. And it really, it really turns into, you know, a sad situation when families have to sell grandma's house, sell the parent's house to pay that court fee. Yeah. So now, you know, all that equity, all that generational wealth that was captured in that property is now being transferred into cash. And if you know, you know, that's not always the, the best move. And not to mention the memories, you know, and the love that's in that home, you know, really having to sell your home and, and sell it quick. The court's not yeah. giving you unlimited time. Um can be very devastating. And so if you take nothing else from this live session, please go speak to an estate planning attorney. A lot of them will speak to you um, for free. A lot of estate planning attorneys do presentations just to make sure you understand the basics. And I always like to talk numbers. You know, I don't want to be vague at all. Um, here in California, I would say the price runs between two to 5000 so between $2,000 to $5,000, depending on how complicated your estate is, if you just have like one piece of property, a bank account, a life insurance account, you can probably get that done for $2,000. If you have a business and, you know, all this different ownership and different entities, you know, it may be more complicated. Or if you have um, charities and just more than just a spouse and kids, you know, something standard. Um, but, you know, keep that in mind because it ends up saving you tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars here in California where the housing prices are so high, you know, one house, you could end up with six figure court fees. And that's, that's what I mean when I say there's, there's no other option but to sell that property or to take a big chunk um, from the life insurance or, or from the bank account in order to pay that. Um, and that is so devastating. So devastating, and that's a really big hindrance to generational wealth. 
Yeah. Such yeah. a big hindrance. Because you were saying, like, if you lose, like, property, like, especially here in, like, California, it's not like you can just go buy another property right off the bat. Like, it is not. And the, the courts aren't looking to see, is this the right time to sell? Is this oh, the right no. moment? <laughs> like, like, what's going on? Like, they're not doing that. And, and like, dealing with my dad lately, because, um, yeah. like, he's been sick, so he's just in case he is making sure all of his loosens are tied, but he worked in banking, so he was pretty good with it. But he was like, I don't want to lose the property. The property has to be passed down. Like, if you decide to do something with it, that's your choice, but that is, that's a legacy. And no, not a lot of people, like he, his mom didn't own. So like, he's like, that was big for me. You know, he's in his seventies. His mom grew up in like segregation, like. Like they didn't own. So he's like, I want to own. Like I want to own and I want to pass this down to my kids. Like this is my gift. That is beautiful. And you know, my prayers go out to your father and your family. Um, and to everybody out there who's who's dealing with loss, you know, especially when it's a parent or a close relative, like I feel you, you know, um, and hopefully you have some beautiful supportive people around you like I do with my, my sister here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, and, you know, we can easily segue into the history of redlining yeah. and how Black people were purposely excluded from being able to own real estate, buy property, um, buy in desirable areas, mm -hmm. and how that has created that wealth gap between, you know, Black families and white families and basically Black families and everybody else, you know, Asians, yes. other minority groups were allowed to buy um, and black families weren't. So, you know, just looking at what that can do in one lifetime, let alone, you know, decades and decades and decades of not being able to own real estate, benefit from the wealth it creates and then pass that wealth down. So we are multiple generations behind, and that's why it's so important to make sure that you have a solid estate plan, especially right now during COVID. You know, I don't know anybody who hasn't experienced loss at this yeah. point. Um, it, it's it's a lot. And, you know, it's not something people want to talk about all the time. I try to find ways to, like, use fun words to make it sound <laughs> you know so like generational wealth you know talk about that lead with that get your parents get your grandparents your brothers and sisters everybody i would say if you have more than fifty thousand dollars in assets and that's including life insurance bank account real estate cars whatever it is that you stocks whatever it is um definitely look into a trust, look into transferring um, those assets into a trust so that you can avoid having to pay court fees. When you have your assets in a, in a trust, you don't have to go to court at all if it's and done right. And I would say also for people that are thinking like uncomfortable conversations and all of this, like when you're going through a loss of somebody, the last thing you want to be dealing with is court in all of that. Like you, you don't want to do that. So if you're a person who ends up passing away? Do you want to leave that? Like that, I call it that mess. Cause it's like, that just creates another layer for people to have to deal with. And then the people that are having to deal with it, like talk to your parents, be like, you know what? One day you will pass away. It's gonna, it's gonna suck. I want it to suck a little less that I don't, that I can actually process it and not have to be worried about all this financial stuff. 
to take care of, like if that's already done, like you don't have to worry about that. So it kind of makes it easier for you to grieve, like grieve without having to get all the other stuff, which holds you back from grieving personally. Like I've seen it, like people are like, ah, oh, like they're in paperwork and they're dealing all that and there's arguments and just a lot of tension that isn't needed and a lot of tension that is so much in our communities because we are behind and even learning about doing this, like in the education of being like so many of my white friends, like they have done that. Like, it's just what you do. That's like, of course you have a trust. Like, that's just what you do. And a lot, it's just different. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. For sure. These are, you know, and I, I understand it because again, we're behind, you know, mm -hmm. we were excluded from, from wealth in so many ways. And, you know, I hear immigrants and other minority groups kind of being like, why aren't black people doing better? They, they're such great athletes. They're such great entertainers. They seem like, you know, they're so talented. How come they don't, you know, there's, they seem to be disproportionately affected by poverty and, you know, lack of education and all these things. Um, and I think unless you really do your research, you know, the American education system is not broadcasting, oh, hey, there were hundreds of laws meant to stop Black people from prospering. Yeah. There were experiments done. There was, you know, environmental um, racism. Yes. Where they would dump more toxins in Black communities and just everything across the board. Um, and, you know, we just mentioned redlining. There were laws on the books that said Black people couldn't own property in desirable places. Yes. There were there were laws on the books that banks weren't going to loan to Black people. So unless you had all this money in cash, you weren't allowed to participate in the American dream in the same way that other minority groups and immigrants were. So when you see them prospering and doing well and having a community, let's not even get into the ways that the community was purposely broken down and torn apart. Mm -hmm. There were laws that gave black women or, you know, the, the laws aren't always racist on their face, but the effect um, and the, the disproportionate effect, you know, can reveal some of those things. So when you have um, more black people who are living in poverty on a you know ratio basis than others and then you have laws that say you know you'll get more you you can't participate in some social services welfare section eight if there's a man in the house you you literally have to be a single mother to benefit from some of these programs mm -hmm. that disproportionately affects us um yeah. and and so much so much other things but I, I love that we're having this conversation. This is a real conversation. That's one of the things you're so talented at is having these very real conversations. Um, I and I want to get no to need to sugarcoat it. We need to we need to grow, folks. We need to. Yes, and excellent. I encourage you to do your own research. Do your own research. Look these things up. Google is your friend. You know, you can find very, very credible sources of information. Don't take my word for it. Don't take our word for it. The information is out there. Um, but let's let's go into the fun part of building wealth. You know, we're talking about money. Yes. Most people money. love money want more of it, want to be able to pass it down, you know, share it with their family, donate to charity, create scholarships, do all these wonderful things with the resource. Is 
gives you options. Exactly. People go, money doesn't bring happiness, but I'm like, it gives you some options, folks. Like, you got some power. Look at that. Said. Power. Okay. You have the power to choose. How about that? Um, so again, this weekend, I was in Miami with some of my entrepreneur friends talking about building businesses. Okay, so we talked about real estate. We talked about protecting your your real estate and your assets by having a trust and having a solid estate plan. Um, you can build wealth by starting a business. So I started off with my, my T-shirt in the camera. Um, me and my younger brother, Jamar Upshaw, started this line. It's called Afro Aviator. He's a pilot. So he's a young, handsome black pilot. And it had always been his dream to have this clothing line that was motivational and fun. Um, and, you know, during COVID, I was like, hey, I have some extra time. Let's just do it right now. <laughs> so that's been super fun. Um, and it wasn't nearly, you know, neither of us have like a retail background or anything like that. It wasn't nearly as difficult um, as you might think. And so I always encourage everybody, if, if there's anything you want to do, just start. Clothing line, a uh, car dealership, a bakery, who knows? Whatever it is, there's a way for you to do it now to get started. If you don't have enough money to open an actual bakery, you can just start taking orders. And, and you know, serving people. You can collaborate with restaurants and say, hey, my, my cupcakes are the best you know, I can provide this much for your restaurant, see if your customers like it. And if they do, we can, you know, continue this arrangement. Um, there's so many ways to get creative and business is a great, great path to wealth. Okay, you have to figure out how to make money while you sleep. So, you know, Afro Aviator sales are going even when, you know, I'm not at the computer or at my phone looking at it. Um, stocks are also very important is really important to invest. And real estate is an investment. You know, business is an investment. Um, your education is an investment. Making sure you're making smart, strategic investments in yourself, in the economy, in the markets to help you build and generate wealth. And again, don't take my word for it. Research these things. Yes. Some people love stocks. They get into it and they're like, all about it and you know there's so many different platforms to help you learn um some people prefer real estate some people love real estate they they flip they buy and hold they do all sorts of creative things to build wealth through real estate you have so many options there's so many options out there Daphne, what are your favorite ones well i do i would say like i am obviously i'm a songwriter a musician so but i started this i started shock talk so i have shock talk merch about elevating the conversation. I created this and turned it into a podcast. So I get advertisers on that. Like I, I was like, you know what? I need to make money. I can't tour. I can't be in front of people. That's, you know, as an artist, most artists do not make money except for when they're out touring and performing. So I was like, let's figure out all these other ways. And with that money, I have done more stocks. Like my dad was like, in banking, obviously. So he was like, just start. He's like, don't try to like be a stocky person. He's like, just pick a couple you like and just, just slowly put money in. He's like, and just play the long game. He's like, so many people are trying to play the short game. And he's like, sometimes you just play the long game. And then you have enough capital to start playing the short game a little bit without losing your growth. And I was like, okay. So I started taking a percentage of what I got from the clothing and putting it over here and it's been 
that's been just great for me to like see because I'm I'm a hundred percent freelance. So being a hundred percent freelance and then COVID hits, y'all, that was that was a scary moment. But it also was a moment where I was like, okay, I need to set myself up even better so I don't freak out when the next pandemic comes. Cause I, I still there's gonna be another one. I'm I'm looking at the world. There's something else is coming down the pipeline, hopefully it's some years away. But we're still young. I feel it's coming. So like, how do I set myself up and how do I own or where do I want to own? Like maybe I want to have a place in Nashville that I just rent out and then have my place in California that I live in. Like, what are the rules in renting out? Like learning, just starting to like pick apart, not getting knowledge about like, what, what are, what can I do as a woman in this world? Cause I think there's nothing stopping us when we take the time to learn. And let me tell you, I have, if you look at my Google searches, it is, it is very random, but very extreme. I'm all about making money and holding on to money. Because yes. also, as a culture, we like to spend the money. We don't hold. You need to hold some of it. Not yes, tight, yes. But and you have to realize, like, you have to let it grow. So buy Spend it in property. smart places. Yeah. You can spend, just spend smart. Yes. Buy real estate, buy more real estate and more stocks and less clothing. <laughs> yeah, less items that depreciate, like instantly. Right. Like, and then, yeah. <laughs> I exactly. realized when I was younger, I bought a lot of um, assets that depreciated. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, and then I realized also, I was going to say about building a business is I turned my songwriting company, which I was kind of just doing, into like an official LLC. So that helped me like on the tax front which I didn't realize like all the things that like how that helped me and then how that also protects me. Yes. Again, so I was like, COVID helped me. COVID helped a girl out in the sense of like, I had a lot of time to learn how to like grow my business up to the next level. Same. Yeah, it's been beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope everybody is taking advantage of the time. I know things are getting a little back to normal as far as like, you know, the remote work, mm -hmm. um, schools opening back up, people going back into the office and back into the workplace in some instances. But there are a lot of us who are still, you know, virtual, still remote, still having a more flexible schedule than we're used to traditionally um and i definitely want to encourage everyone to take the time out to you know get your get your money right get your savings get your investments um and and start that business i highly recommend that everybody check out earn your leisure um it's an online university it's a podcast they have so much going on and it's fantastic because it's people who look like us people mm -hmm. from all different backgrounds some have been to harvard some have been to prison all different backgrounds but they're all very successful in business and in some you know random aspect of of commerce that you may not have considered so for example there's a lot of real estate investors. There's also people who invest in mobile homes. There's people who invest in vending machines, people who are doing Airbnb and Turo and making millions of dollars doing these things. People, you know, who were doing social media and podcasting and just so many different business ideas um, that you may not have been exposed to. Uh, and a lot of them, you know, really share their blueprint and really give 
really good information on how to do that. So as I mentioned, I was in Miami just a few days ago with uh, Trishana and Sierra, and they both also um, teach and help entrepreneurs build a brand. Uh, Trishana has ice cream shops and, you know, she's a multimillionaire off her ice cream shops and she teaches how to think big mm-hmm. because even me, you know, this t-shirt line with my brother, we, we, Of course, we want it to grow, but in general, we're thinking like, okay, we'll just be a small little niche. But it's just like, why can't we be Nike? Why Why can't we be the next big brand? Mm -hmm. And part of that is taking it to the next level, actually creating a solid business plan, getting funding, getting investors. And that's something um, that Trishana teaches. So I encourage everybody to just, just dream big and take some of those initial steps to get there. It's very exciting, it's very fun. It's not as mysterious as maybe it once was now that we have the internet, we have all these sources of information. You can find some great information out there and you can run with it. And you know. (laughs) And it's okay also if like you start something and you decide, you know, this isn't for me. Like I always say, it's like, it's okay to fail, but like, we as a culture have been afraid to try and just try. And I kind of had the same thing. I have a life coach and she said to me, she's like, I had said how much money I wanted to make one year. And she's like, that number seems small. And I was like, well, just that seems doable. And she's like, but why are we reaching for doable? Like, why don't we reach? What do you want to make? Like, what are you wanting to make? And then we'll figure out how to get there. But like, like if you're just thinking what you think you're capable of, like I think that is something that's also been passed down generationally in in us. Like we don't think as big as we should. Like let's just think, what do you want to do? If it sounds crazy, you still could do it. Like that's, you wanna kind of dream up big because you want to keep striving for it. I don't want to be like, oh, I can achieve this. And then I'm just going to sit down. Like, I want to, I want to grow, grow, grow. So then I can help the people beneath me grow, grow, grow. And like, start building that cycle. And I, that's your, that's just your mindset. And I had to work on that be like, oh, why, why am I thinking that number? I'm like, it seemed kind of big, but like, I was like, but I can, I can do that. Like, I can make that happen. And I realized like, oh, no, I need to be audacious with my dreams. Like, yes. Yes, the audacity of thinking I can do that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Right, and the big, beautiful, luxurious life, and I'm allowed to. I'm allowed <laughs> to. Have it. Beautiful. I love that energy, and that's exactly the sentiment behind the Afro Aviator brand. The sky is not the limit. There is no limit. Yes, there is no limit. People say the sky is the limit. That's creating a limit. No, go above that. Like there's stars, there's galaxies, there's more behind the sky. Um, so so we believe there is no limit. Thank y'all for the hearts. And we've got some awesome comments in here. Yes. Um, Mission Shopping Queen says, welfare was made um, for families in the Great Depression. And then when it trickled down to us, they started making all those ludicrous rules and regulations. Yes. Yes, we've seen that a lot of times in history. As Black people start to participate in the American dream, oh, it gets changed. And, you know, laws and regulations change. Um, Another comment says, I was in a lawsuit for five years uh, over my husband's estate, and it was a mess. Wow. Wow. I'm so sorry to hear that. And that's exactly what we touched on in the beginning, that estate plan, that trust. 
you can really save your family and your loved ones a lot of stress not only money but stress yes. that that time and and i i didn't want to mention that because you know a lot of people aren't aware yeah. and i assume that part of it is that when you're mourning you don't want to talk about this crazy lawsuit you're in the middle of this crazy probate case you're dealing with and how your family you know may not be getting along so well in this moment yeah. people aren't sharing that story no and you know i i have so many creative drives and that's one of them i want to tell that story stephanie yeah i want people to see a real family on screen dealing with that yeah. to really you know wake people up and motivate people and help people understand what it's really like how devastating it is um it's, so that's on my to-do list we're gonna do it it's, let's get it done let's get it done i'll write a song for the background we can combine this and we can yeah. <laughs> I need that for sure. I need, I need a bunch of songs. Yes. Um, My specialty. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I go live every day with Legends at Law. That's a virtual yeah. legal clinic that I started. Um, and we would love here. to have a theme song. Oh. We need a Stephanie Girl, theme I got song. You. Make that happen. <laughs> We can make that. That would be so awesome. Um, and so, you know, we just share legal information we have discussions we answer questions you know it's legal information not legal advice um but people come like you said with questions and i and i'm i'm so happy that people feel comfortable asking and sharing and sometimes going into personal situations um because the more we talk about it the more we expose people to good information you know the more we can help that's that's our goal is to be helpful and to help build um that's what we're here for. You know, I love that about you, that you love to serve, um, that you love to pour into other people. So do I. Um, so I'm so inspired by you. And we got lots of hearts going up. So I think oh, other people are too. <laughs> yeah. I'm so inspired by you. And I am 100% having you back. If you're going to even go deeper on this conversation, I feel like it just needs to keep happening. And and like I've said before, like I created Jacques Talk to elevate the conversation because I think as as black women and we don't have conversations enough like we keep information in our head or we get embarrassed or we get shy about so many topics and i'm like you guys just let's talk about it let's just talk about things because once you start talking about it you realize like okay i didn't know that but it's okay all right i need to know this okay and it starts making other people also who are watching it maybe have this conversation in their group of friends and around their people around that like it's all about just elevating us like so that's all I want and I always say if, if you come with love it's all I need you don't have to agree with me even though we agree on most things <laughs> but I had some people earlier that did not agree I had a but I was like oh, you know yeah. it was a, such a great conversation because it was with love and with honesty and I'm like not everybody's going to agree with me as long as we're sharing our stories and sharing our experiences and realizing that we all have different experiences and being black is not a monolith, like we are different. We can help each other grow and grow our community and really take claim to what is ours. And this country, a lot of it's ours, folks. So let's go buy some land. <laughs> yes, yes, but can I just say, you're doing an awesome job. You're doing a 
fantastic job. I know you're inspiring so many people and just spreading such fantastic energy and great information that's going to help and uplift so many people. So I just want to give you your flowers and let you know that I'm a huge fan and huge supporter. Um, and I'm just so happy that, that you're, you're sharing yourself in this way. Uh, thank you. And thank you for holding space for me today and for this conversation. Everybody that tuned in, we will, I will post this on the page and I will send it to you to post on yours if you want. And it, you know, let's just keep going. And I am just, I, I'm honored to have you as my friend, but I'm also just so, just so thankful for your light and what you do, like going live every day, doing all that. Like, I just think that is a gift. Using your expertise and your knowledge to help people is a gift. It's a gift and you have it. And I think, thank you. And you're glowing <laughs> and you're beautiful. And you're just, like I said, before you got on, I'm like, Oh my girls, like she's just black excellence because you are. Oh wow. <laughs> Thank you. I am a reflection of you. So, you know, your light shines on me and I reflect it back. So I love you and I thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And everybody have a beautiful Tuesday night wherever you are. And I will save this to the page. And you have a beautiful Tuesday night. And you know, put your feet up and relax. <laughs> All right. Bye girl. Love you. Bye. <laughs>